procuring the God factor in academics, propelling students to academic excellence, promoting a fun ride in your academic journey. Welcome to Academic Bloom Podcast. My name is Moyo Lua, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Let's do this, guys. Hi, peace. How are you? Hello, Moyo Lua. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so much for honoring our invitation. We're so excited to have you. Trust me, I had a great day. Yes, I did. It was it was awesome. I mean, that was yours throughout the Yeah, it was. Thank you so much. All right, so let's get straight to business. So, okay. how we get to know you? Your name, the school you attend, because you're studying, and any other thing that you do. Okay, um, my name is um, Adi Lawakon Peace. For short, people call me Sir Peace. And then um, I'm a bona fide student of the only school in the world, of Bafemi, I will not want to And I'm a Patrick chemistry student. Um, what other things do I do? I'm a tutor officially. And then unofficially, I think I write. And then I program when I have free time. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, you do a lot. All right, well done. So, um, the uh, this podcast is so that you can encourage students or that are having academic fears. So, I'd like to ask generally, what do you think academic fears and personally, how does academic fears accrue to you? Okay, my personal take. Oh, well, let me first start with um, what academic fears seemingly looks like or seemingly is. Well, just being afraid or not um, having proper understanding or not knowing what to do, anxious, being nervous about your academic. I mean, not having the correct orientation, not having the correct mindset, proper view of the course, the subjects, or the whole system itself. So when you don't have that kind of um, um, proper orientation, or when you're nervous and you're anxious, I mean, you begin to culminate this, the mindset of fear and then ultimately it affects you so generally academic fear is just not being informed if you're not informed you you get afraid because you don't know anything about it so it's actually um evident in our academics and even aside from academics we see it all around fear of a lot of things Mm -hmm. my own take personally i feel academic fear is actually like a facade it's not real Mm. that's the way i throw it because in the end, when you end up doing what you ought to do and then you end up getting the right results, then you ask yourself and you be like, ah, is it really me that I was afraid like this in the first place? Or probably get a result which you don't deserve to start with. Probably you, you did an exam and then you get the results that you did not deserve. And then you also be like, ah, so I was actually afraid of this course. I was actually fearful of this particular course or concept. So it's not actually real. It's just a combination of different thoughts that are unreal, that that are not true. And then you keep brooding and brooding upon them until they actually affect your total way of thinking. So you think you are fearful, whereas you are fearful because you don't have the information. Wow, thank you so much. I mean, when you were talking, one thing that really struck me was when you said academic fears happens because you are not informed. And this is so true. Whatever you don't know, whatever you don't have knowledge about is what can make you fearful. I mean, if you know that you're an excellent student, it doesn't matter 
what happened that you're going to excel in your academy. There'll be no need for academic years. So yeah. the reason why the students are fearful, afraid is because I mean they don't know the next um results they will see on their portal. They don't know how the lecturer is going to mark their scripts. Yeah. Question will come out in the test, what question will come out in the exam. I mean this, mm-hmm. this is why people ask here. But if if you have this no no, doesn't matter what is going to happen. Like is a preconditioning that you have already. I am an excellent student. So it doesn't matter the question that comes out in the test or exam. I'm going to know it. So I really agree that a lack of information is students have academic fears. Thank you so much, please. That was really, really hard. So um, my well, one of the reasons why I invited you to this podcast is because I heard you share your story of academic years and you were able to overcome it. I mean, the way you were able to overcome it is not your the way you, the way you shared your story was beyond the ordinary. It's not something that you can say that oh, this thing happens every day. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not it's not a normal occurrence. It's not something that just happens when you share the story and how to overcome it. So I said each time I actually try to just think about the experience that you mentioned, which I'm going to share shortly. But I just find it difficult to believe such that I just try to shy away from the thoughts, not to be overthinking it, maybe to just change suddenly because it's almost inconceivable. I, I find it difficult to share. I just always, it's, it's just a strange act of God. And let me get straight to it. So um, sometimes last semester, I think the first semester, um, there was this particular course that um, is one of the most dreaded course in my department. You know, Department of Chemistry, and you know the way they always hype their courses. But this particular one was just very, 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 very different. The lecturer taking the course, the so-called course, was postulated not to be a very nice lecturer. I mean, and then the course itself was a very difficult course, a difficult course in quotes. So all of those combinations of different thoughts from people, from the lecturer, from the department, from everyone just got to me. I was just scared. I was very afraid. I mean, I've never been as scared for a course as this before, despite my engagement of the world, despite my confidence. This one just shook me. It held me at the at the helm of my garments that went went by as it went by when I saw how the course was because last semester was also one of those semesters that was quite unusual for us on campus where we had in our online class so you you don't see your lecturer you don't know what your lecturer is saying you don't know where he's emphasizing on all you have to do is just make sure you finish the material and then pray to your God that it is the path that you read in the material that will come out so that was also my own approach to it to be very frank I just I was just reading it anything that shall come out I should be able to shall attend something I'm not at, at least at the very best not carry over the course so I got to to the church that was where I got my own um, motivation and drive and that was where I always get my own drive from anyways and go for his word and then the word just came 
you know, there are times when what the world does, when the world comes to you and then you know that a world is for you, there is actually an inner will or inner power that drives you in such a way that the way you walk is always going to try to be in alignment with the world. You don't always deviate away from what you have heard. Like, especially when you know you actually had it. Look, I was so sure that I had something. Aside from the fact that I have been preparing hard, at least I've been trying my best for the course. So, something just changed in me from that day. It was almost like five weeks into the semester or so. The way I was reading the course was so different that I was not thinking about the lecture if I was reading, I was not thinking about what they are saying. If you come to me and you come and tell me that the lecturer said this and that, I will actually have to filter what you are saying. I will see it so well that it is whatever that was consistent with what I have had, which is why the word is very powerful. Once, once I have filtered it and I have vetted it with the word that I have had, and I see that it is consistent, okay, I say okay, and then I find a solution to it. But if it is not consistent, especially when it is statements about the cause that brings fear, because my Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So once you come with thoughts or with statements or with opinions that are um, fearful, I mean, that was not what I received. If I had not received the word, I might have um, succumbed to your thoughts. So it was just like, you know, I, I can't just explain that drive there was just something different I knew it like I was so sure that something was different so I kept on studying just reading through the material we had the test I did it not expecting anything big but I knew that I did not make a mistake and I was not fearful when I was writing the exam and all the same thing exam when I did the exam and then I came out. I was not. It was no. I was not writing on that tension. That's the point. I was writing with the back, with the mindset, with the back in that. Okay, God has said it. I have played my part. It is time for Him to fulfill His word. So when. When the results will come out, where the result did not typically come out, I actually knew my own results because it was exceptional. So it was in another class this semester, and then man, just out of the blues, called my name. I mean, how would the lecturer call your name? A lecturer we don't have an encounter with before, call your name in the class or crying out loud. What did you do? Have you offended him before? Called my name, asked me to answer a question. I did. I stood up. I answered the question by faith. I got the question correctly, not knowing that the lecturer already had me in mind. And then he forced what he has been keeping inside his guts. He forced it out. And I was like, okay, that's another marking guy that you have dropped because it was your script that I used as marking guide for the whole class of over 100 students that wrote the course. Because I really shocked the expectation and the. Um, and the the way I was overwhelmed in front of the whole class, I was terrified greatly. If there's any word like that, I, I, I did not know what expression to give, but I was not too surprised. At the same time, I was surprised. Why was I not surprised? I was not surprised because God already said it. He, he, he already told me. But I was also surprised in that I did not know that it could actually happen this way. So the, the way this thing was just that, okay, 
Okay, God said it. Please just do your own. Let's see what will happen. And it happened just like that. So if I wow. just try to share the testimony, people think I, I I am lying. But the way they see the expression and the way they see the way it comes, they know that no, this must be the hand of God. So oftentimes, the way I actually try to just counsel fear, counsel any doubt, is when I hear from this one. So that's that's about that. That was the fear. that was my own um, one of the um, academic fears I experienced, and this was actually the greatest of it all. And the response wow. to it and my, it was it was overwhelming. Wow! And did you guys? Did, I mean, you went from being scared about the course to actually being the best today. Like the lecturer had to use your as a marking guide and this is not a normal random lecture i mean a lecture that was usually shared in past me like people dread this lecture but he, he, yeah. you are, um, the fact that he has class i mean if he had said just your name i mean you could have been plenty peace in your class but you mentioned your you mentioned your store name to show wow i mean when you were talking what i picked was the ability for you to feed your fear you know it's very possible for you to feed your fear like those fears came i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not trying to fears will not come if you are having doesn't mean you're not normal, something's wrong. I mean, every single day, so many fears. Even this morning when I woke up, I had fears and all. But what distinguishes one person from another? Do you feed your mm-hmm. fear? No. Just, yeah, true. Sure. Having those fears, just imagine telling yourself that, ah, peace, you can't pass this course. So this course just settle for see, let me show aim that ah, still the still see the um, break point. Let me show not have anything. I mean, you could have done that, you could have been acting like anything. Going to meet this person. Ah, what do you think? We are, you know, see your fear. Having certain discussions with your friend. Ah, I know it's, it's very easy for you to have fear discussions. Like for you know, when you are having fear discussions, like you have kids, like you have this whole attention. People are telling that. Ah, no peace. Don't worry. You'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, what's that? Like, it's very annoying for you to sell pity, whatever, and you're even, you're feeling so excited about it. You should be the one on the other side that no, I can't feel. And you said you got a word. Ha! And it's something about God's word, the integrity of God's word. God's word can never fail. But if you don't know that God, I mean, you can have doubt. But the ability for you to know that God, God it doesn't matter what that has come. That's why at every point, I like the fact that the whole, this whole journey all started from the word that That was the starting point for me. That was the propelling journey for you. Because if you are not gotten a word from God, nothing to rely on. Yeah. So I'm trying to emphasize on the word of God. That was the starting point. Then you also mentioned that you did your part. You said it's you read materials. Not that you said you could have been like, I'm supposed to get told I've got the word from God. Let me enjoy my life. Uh. Said the <laughs> that would have been just because it's God because they just God. It's not a partial God. He needs a seed in the ground to bless. So if you are gotten the word and you decide not to do anything in the world. So I'm trying to the starting point is you getting the word from it's your own part and you rely solely on the grace of God. Like you said, when you went after writing your test, after writing your exam, you were not scared. That's because you are already giving the place of anxiety or fears to God. Like you totally laid all your trust on God. And God will see that this 
this is my example. Because when I edited the morning and evening, it was mind blowing. It just showed you how that God went all the way out for all. Mm. He went all out for you. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, I'm so proud of you. I'm really so proud of you. Thank so, my final question what is your advice to students that are presently having academic shares? What would you say to a student like that? Okay. Three things, basically. Number one, like you have, we have said this over and over during this uh, period of this podcast, don't feed your fear. Now, it is not possible for you not to be fearful. It is not as if the thoughts won't come. The thoughts will always come. In fact, if the thoughts does not come, you should question yourself because... There will be a seed that the devil will try to plant. Now, immediately the devil plants the seed in your mind and you start giving thoughts to what the devil has planted. How do you give thoughts to what the devil has planted? You give thoughts to what the devil has planted by hearing different, different negative reports about the course and then giving it the correct attention that you would have given to a positive feedback. Mm. How do you respond to the seed as well? You respond to the seed that the devil is sowing by not studying. Because at times when you don't study, you are also fearful. Mm. If you study properly, you will not be, be as fearful. In fact, you should not be fearful compared to when you have not studied. So, not studying as well, because we, we think about academics um, from the realm of the spiritual, the spiritual part is there. Also, your own physical part, you have a role to play actively. So, if, mm. if you are not studying, you will, you will be fearful. You have no other choice but to be fearful. And once the fear comes, there will be nothing inside of you to fend back the fear because you are empty. So, so we also respond to the seed sown by the devil. Number three, which is the most important one of all, like I feel, you also respond to the seed sown by the devil by not having a word to work with. Scatter. Scriptures are words spoken over our academics. So many words. If you don't hear or if you don't have a scripture or something or a word that you are actually working on, anything that comes to you, you have nothing to repel it back. You keep absorbing and absorbing and absorbing and absorbing and absorbing. The Bible says you should pay um, attention to what we are uh, taking in our hearts. And there's a Bible verse in Proverbs chapter 4. Out verse of the yeah, comes all issues of life. Proverbs 4 and yeah. verse 22. And it also said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The mind yeah. is so, so dangerous, so to say, that once you hear something, you might think you have not had it, but over time, you begin to consciously brood over what you have had, and you think you did not hear it then. So if you don't learn to always filter it, just quickly send it back. Immediately it is coming. My dear, my dear friends, it is actually going to be a waste of time. You are, you are just going to be fearful. There is nothing else you want to do. You just have to be fearful. Because you don't have anything to bounce it back. You have not studied. And then you are not paying attention to what you are hearing. The hearing part is also very important. We tend to hear a lot without actually sitting down to do anything. Mm. 
once you somebody that this course is difficult, automatically you have zoned yourself, zoned your mind that lie lie. No matter what you say, the course is difficult. The lecturer is hard, and it might not even be so. Like I said in the beginning, fear is a facade. It is after you have actually gotten to see down and understand and actually know what to do that your fears will begin to actually reduce drastically. Yes. But if, but if you have not done anything, if if we have not done anything, you will keep hearing. And that's the problem with um, yeah, our generation of students. We like we hear a lot. We just hear. They will say we hear. They will say we hear. And it is what we hear that we keep sharing. 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 Up to generations to generations to generations to generations such that the people that actually are are teaching the course, yeah, they might not be thinking of it that way. Or because of the fact that we we have had, at least maybe from our seniors, maybe from our um our um our senior maybe our senior colleagues that failed the course or that did not do well in the course or that had one issues or the other, or they were fearful also when they were doing the course themselves. So when they transfer the fear down to you, you also transfer it down to your junior, and then it keeps going on and on. So it takes a level of of um, surety, so to say, it takes a level of um, um, truth for you to actually repel it back. And the truth comes from the word. The truth comes from when you study, because you also have a role to play. And the truth comes from when you start filtering what you are hearing. Those three ingredients are very, very important. The word, how you study, when, um, how well you study, and then what you hear, who you hear it from, so that you are not using your senior colleague who is actually on um, a bad grade, and then you are listening constantly to uh, the advice he has to give you on academics. Mm. You might not fast enough in other field, but he's not do, doing well academically. You cannot hear what he has to tell you academically simply because he has no record to show for it. Mm. So who we hear from, who we hear from is also very important. Get, in, uh, get an academic mentor. Get somebody that is actually very, very good and you can actually talk to. Those people are actually very sincere. They will tell you what you need to do. They will tell you what they did not do. They will tell you what you will do extra. And with that, with all of those things in place, you will just begin to see that the burden, the fear is beginning to reduce drastically. It works like magic. It works like magic, but it's actually true. It works. It works. Mm. It's actually very so I think if you are fearful in your academics, you get the word one, last to get the word. You just must get the word. You must get the word. Operate with right. the word. And two, you must study. You have to read. Ah, you have to read if you want to pass. God is not a magician. He does not do abracadabra. Okay, my son, my son, my son, I like you today. You prayed very well during your devotion, take 94. Oh, he's a just God. You mentioned it earlier. So he would have to actually give to you according to what you are what you are studying. At least you have to he has to see something in place. He has to see that okay, this guy is doing something. Not you not paying attention to it at all. And then number three, be careful of who you listen to. Be careful of what you hear. It is not everything that you hear that is true. And it is not everything that you hear that you absorb. 
those three keys are actually very important in dissolving academic fear. And I'm sure with my experience and with the experience of other people that would actually listen to this podcast, I'm sure academic fears will start reducing. I mean, you, there will be a turnaround, remarkable one by God's grace. Amen. Wow, thank you so much, Peace. Like, when you were giving those points, I was like, wow, this is actually so apt. This is so accurate. I mean, what you allow into your mind is so powerful. Like, your mind basically controls every other thing. Like, the way your body functions, the way your life functions, it actually starts from your mind. Your mind is, is such a powerful aspect said like i don't joke mm. with the things that I, I allow into my mind like into my space and you need to get to that point so but you're not caring about what other people think about you like ah oh people will not be thinking i'm proud no yeah. i mean you need your mind as at its maximum capability in order to function well if you keep on feeding your mind with rubbish they are listening to all oh, this cost is so hard. Tomorrow I listen to, oh, this cost is so difficult. My faculty is bad. My school is this. My school is bad. Things are not going to go well for my school. I'm like, you can't do that to yourself and you're expecting, to, like, your your mind, your mind basically controls the results that you produce. So if you're you imbibing, like, taking in bad things every time you're listening to that, how do you expect to get to produce a positive result? It's not possible. Like you said, as a man thinks in his dad, so easy. So, the, the what you exactly what you feed your mind with is so powerful and you also made mention of the fact that getting an academic mentor is very important like I always emphasize this if you listen if you read my blog post and you follow me on Instagram I always emphasize the importance of academic mentors like I, I know mentors have helped me in my academics like a lot and not just anybody, like you really emphasize, like not just anybody. I think you, you, we should even like go spiritual with that one. Like you pray, you pray it into existence. Like God just brings certain people into your life that, that are just meant to help you, not just any kind of person. Because the difference is for you, for you to have an academic mentor that actually helps you and then having an academic mentor that actually makes your matter worse. So I totally agree with you, Peace. Like, this is so accurate. And I really hope people that are listening to this podcast, I really hope you guys are able to invite the lessons that Peace has shared out of his world of experience. Thank you so much, Peace. Like, I'm sure a lot of people are going to get this podcast. Thank you for doing this for us. We are so grateful. Thank you so, so much. I'm so grateful for you having me. God bless you so much, Moyolua. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Peace. Thank you of yourself. We look forward to having more of you on our podcast. Thank you so much. All right, now have a good night. Bye bye. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Thank you. Follow us on Instagram at Academic Bloom. Check out our blog at www.academicbloom.com. Thank you so much. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you loved it, and most importantly, we hope you learned something from it, and you will be applying it to your own life. We love you so much and we are always rooting for you anytime, any day. So much love from Academic Loom. So like Ilyri said, we need to be deliberate. You can't leave this whole, um, your academic journey to how you feel because trust me, when you wake up every day, you might not find anything motivating you to read. 
That's why it's important for you to have a goal at the beginning of each semester. If you're working towards a 4.5, if you're working towards a 4.1, you're working towards a 4.3.9, a 3.8, you can't afford to have this nonchalant attitude that you decide to read just when you feel like reading. And this is a mistake that most people make, most students actually make. Then when it's towards time for exam or test to them, they start rushing to like read and all. At this point, you might not necessarily feel you might necessarily you might actually even like pass and all but you notice that you've not been able to like retain enough knowledge as we should because you are doing more of cramming more of crash reading and those kind of knowledge actually cannot like stay for a long period of time but just imagine immediately after every class when you get back to your room during your free time you're able to like go back to the notes you're not necessarily reading because of an exam or a test you're just reading to like have a better understanding of what your lecturer taught you in class on that particular day. So you go back to your notes and you are reading the notes, trying to like, oh wow, oh so this is this is what the lecturer was trying to say, and you are reading for that, checking textbook, trying to like compare and contrast. Those kind of learning actually sticks with you better than when you are just doing class reading one day or two days before your test or exams. That's when you are just like trying to read. And also, Hilary emphasized the importance of getting an accountability partner, which is very important. I mean, if you have someone who you are accountable to, you have the tendency to not misbehave because you know somebody is going to, like, look out for you. So just imagine <clears throat> if you have somebody that is going to check up on you, that, oh, how far? Hilary, have you been able to read? You told me you're going to read for two hours today. Were you able to read for two hours? It keeps you in check. So we should not have this, like, oh, I, I only want, like, the accountable to myself i don't want people to know what i'm doing i don't want people to be involved in my matter in this that's why god created people like because he knows that at a point in time we are going to like need each other it's good to be independent that's totally fine but at certain stages of life we should know that we will need people so getting an accountability is a very very important an accountability partner is a very very important thing for you as a student who is setting a reading schedule so that you have someone that you are accountable to. All right. So I really hope um, everybody on this podcast, everybody listening to this podcast, I mean to say, has been able to like learn one or two things as pertaining to setting a reading schedule as a student. Please and please, I would really appreciate if everybody listening to this podcast can set a reading schedule. It doesn't necessarily have to be that deep. Like pay reading reading schedule or something really deep, just something that goes in line with yourself. But you are just being deliberate about that. I I have said that I'm going to read two hours today, and if I don't read, you you don't feel like happy with yourself. Like you feel like oh I should have actually done this. That is what a reading schedule does for you. It keeps you in check. So that by the end of the semester, you are proud of yourself. That oh wow, I was actually able to do this. I mean, it's amazing. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. Thank you, our very beautiful and amazing guest speaker that we invited today. Thank you, Liriolua. We love you so much. Thank you so much, everybody that listens to this podcast. Thank you, thank you. Um, look forward to more amazing episodes from people that will be bringing to this podcast. All right, take care. Bye. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I'm excited to have the privilege to bring another exciting episode to this podcast. Once again, my name is Mo, and welcome to Academic Bloom Podcast. So, 
Today's podcast is about to be a very interesting one because we are going out of our normal um, daily, normal um, podcast that we share. So today I will be sharing my um, experience of launching Tiara's Bloom. Oh, by the way, just in case for people who don't know, I'm launching my second book. Yes, Tiara's Bloom is not the first book I wrote. Memoirs of Me is the first book I wrote. Tiara's Bloom is my second book. So I'm launching my second book, Tiara's Bloom, on the 28th of August, 2021. So Tiara's Bloom is an academic fiction book. Okay, so like I said, I want to share my journey, why I decided to write the book, how the journey has been, and all and all and all. So, when I was in 311, just this particular course I took that offered me a cab. Like, you know, those, those courses that you really love the course, you're like, ah, this course, so nothing less than an A and all. By the way, I've I've always been a good student, like an excellent student, right from my primary school, my secondary school. I used to do so well. I used to get awards. Like I was good to the glory of God. But then university was just really different. I remember my hundred level. Even though my hundred level, I wasn't like really stable because I was considering like leaving this country. But then I, I still gave him my whole. I was doing so well. But then by the time results started coming out, to be seeing some very, very funny, funny results. But then my results never, was never like bad, like bad, bad, bad. I just used to have like those kind of results. I'd be like, ah, I deserve more than this. So, but then when you're hearing other people, so you're like, ah, uh-uh, sister, you did well. So, but then this particular 300 level that I was just thinking, guys, about that. This particular course, I really love the course. So. Then the time the results came out, everybody was like complaining that ah ah, what's going on? The result was really bad. This that. I remember then my friends were even like ah, don't worry now, my result is very good. This that. <laughs> okay, even truthfully, I actually did the exam really well. Like I actually did the exam well. So I remember I had issues probably i was trying to get the new sim so for like some days i was able to check the result and finally i should check the results ha i was in my room that night when i checked the results and it wasn't a funny experience but i saw my portal hey <laughs> i didn't even know what to do so i think this that particular experience actually started this whole journey for me like i just sat down and i thought about it you know it's 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 different you can't you cannot really relate when we're talking about academic failure i remember then i'd be hearing people committing suicide <sighs> my mind was like why is people committing suicide it's not ordinary academic uh-uh. it's not that hard now just read your book you'll pass i mean those used to be my thoughts until i saw that particular result that made me feel i actually read like and I did the exam so well. But you can imagine what I was saying on my portal. So that, that was the beginning point for me. I just sat down and I told myself that we can't keep on going on like this. What's going on? Something is wrong. Like something was really wrong. 
So then fast forward to my birthday, I decided to start an academic blog. I remember I didn't even discuss it with anybody. Like so just an idea I just had. And I spoke to just one person actually. The reason why I even reached out to the person was because you know like I know now it's create blog. So I had to reach out to someone to help with creating blog. Shout out to Jamie Okonlawon. Yay! He created my blog for me without collecting a dime. I mean, at that point in my life, it meant a lot to me. I'm totally level. So, like, I didn't really know much. But, you know, when I reached out to him, he was so open at it. Like, he, he was... He, he really took the matter, like, his own matter. And before we knew it, he created my blog for me. Yay! www.academicbloom.com yeah, this is for people that don't know I have a blog apart from this podcast. I also have a blog, www.academicbloom.com, where we share exciting academic, share academic struggles. We share everything academic related, basically. So, that's my gist. So, oh my God, I've lost my line of thoughts. Um, so yes, he created my blog for me, and then I remember I launched on my birthday. I, I released two blog posts that day, and I had a lot of people sending me nice comments that, Oh wow, this is amazing, this is good. Even though, let me like, the picture wasn't exactly clear to me as I then. I mean, I just knew I wanted to just like encourage students that wanted to like give up on the academics because i read people's story like people were depressed people were so i just wanted to just basis of encouragement uh, let me just encourage people because as a natural person like naturally one of my gifts or i don't know what should i call it is encouraging people it's something i've had in me since secondary school so i wanted to just and since I, I figured that, oh, I loved writing, that, oh, let me just command start a, pl- a blog and I could write and, like, encourage people. So I just started and I was really faithful. I was always posting, like, then at a point, we had COVID break. So, I mean, everybody was at home. And it wasn't really making sense because, I mean, we post about academics and everybody, like, academics, they wouldn't last in their mind. But I don't know. God just, like, helped me at that period of time. I remember I, I used to post, like, two times a week. And my, my content were... They were, they were blessing people. <laughs> they were amazing, actually. Even though, right now, looking at this content, I'm like, hey, sister, what are you posting? What are you writing? But as I then I had amazing reviews. Like, people were always reaching out to me that, wow, when I just read your blog post, it was amazing. It was, ah. I was like, eh. So, I was really consistent, always posting every week, every week, every week. So, that was just the journey for me. Like, that was what made me start this whole academic journey? Then I remember DDK did activation intensive. Shout out to Tepola Tejikorome. Ah, if you know me, I don't know that I love DDK. Oh my god, something's wrong. <laughs> like, I literally love this woman so much. Like, we have this very, <laughs> this is so weird. We have this. Connect. We've never met before, funny, you know, but, like, our connection is so strong, like, uh, a deep girl, a deep. So, anyway, she organized activation intensive, and as a DDK fan, I didn't even waste time at all. I just jumped on it, registered, and I started, like, I was so faithful with, like, my life depended on it. 
<laughs> like kids have still read those times like i don't know well basically we're not doing anything we're just at home so every morning i remember she used to send the podcast this is 7 a.m in the morning i can't really remember but it was very early in the morning i would be sad I, I have to buy a new note so i remember a special note for it i would listen to her every morning and so, so 21 days so towards the ending time then i begin to like i be i say like began sorry excuse me not begin began i said having this prompt my spirit to like write a book academic related and then i didn't want something boring oh, please <laughs> honestly i don't like the i as a person i don't like things that are boring even though like i mean i am what's the word i can't figure out the word but then I don't like things that are boring. So I just wanted something out of the norm. I'd seen <clears throat> academic books, by the way, which are amazing. Shout out to Lokwe Ahmed. That was like the first academic book I read. Ten Laws of Academic Excellence. It was amazing. Like, it struck a chord when I read the book. So, but I wanted something different. I mean, like, a lot of people have been reading these academic books and there have been improvements and all, but I wanted something really different that could connect with students. So, I remember I that was the period I read Smart Money Woman by Arise. By the way, shout out to Arise. I hope I'm pronouncing the name very well. <clears throat> because I think she's from Edo. I don't really know, but i'm not sure if i'm getting the spelling well but shout out to her her book was i mean i was like who is this person <clears throat> who combines excuse me who combines fiction story with workable principle like it's made so much sense and i was so much in love with the book i wanted my own book to be that way too anyways so that was when i got the old idea that oh i could actually write a fiction story then the fiction story would imbibe the workable principles i was trying to pass across to students but <clears throat> if you know me i'm like i don't i don't write stories i'm more of a personal writer i like sharing my life experiences i've never written any story before even from when I was in primary secondary school, you know, then people used to have like books that they used to write. I never used to write all this story. I was more of a motivational writer, encouraging people. Those were the kind of writings I was really dealing with. But this time, I knew that I had to stretch myself, I had to go out of my comfort zone. So you can imagine the lot for me, like start coming up with characters, something I'd never done before. But you know, my heart was really into it because I just thought about like God literally gave me this vision. So I knew it was going to bless people. So even though it was really tasking on me, I was ready to like, I was like, bring it up, bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. Let's let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. So I set a schedule thanks to what um Debola did the total during activation intensive. I set a, a schedule, writing schedule, and because of the way um nigeria's electricity system was i was like these people will not disgrace me i couldn't rely on the um electricity or the power supply anyone so i had to get a notebook and write in a notebook because i knew that if i wanted to type in on laptop 
This book frustrates me. But at least if I was writing a notebook, there's nothing like oh, I need to charge my book, I need to charge my bio, so I need that. I was going to be like totally committed to it soon, and it actually worked. So I got a book. I started out with chapters, what I wanted to talk about. I took up my characters. Well, so I started the old journey, and by I think I finished August. No, sorry, July. I started writing. I started writing July. I finished August. So by the time I finished, I was so scared. Oh my god oh, who's going to read this book i know but no i sent to friends amazing friends like shout out to ebolua eola shout out to alcotimitope shout out shout out shout out to my amazing friends shout out to pisogunose shout out to ileri olatunde these were the first set of people I sent the book to and they read. And yes, my editor, Relake, a good friend to me. Shout out to you, baby. Love you. Okay, so I sent the book to them and like the comments were amazing. They were like, oh, I was just really grateful. So I had to, like I said, after writing, I had to type on my laptop. Then the old journey started. Then... I didn't even know I did as I then I didn't know I was really like going to start academic bloom per se. I mean academic bloom existed, but it was just a blog. So it wasn't like it was a brand, like I never saw it as a brand. I just like so it pay okay, just a blog until I also got um the inclination from God to start a podcast, which I did. Which is the reason why I listed to me presently. So, yeah, like it's it's not be it, it has not been an easy journey because personally, like it's easier to talk about something you know when you already have it, and like I tell people that oh, I already have it, so like you guys can see I have it. But, you know, like, being a student personally, like, I'm still my fourth year. I still have a year post-law school. Lord is my strength, I know. So, but I just, I just feel like, if, if nobody does this, like, if you decide not to do this, what, what if some, nobody else decides to do, do it? Like, what's going to happen? So, Tiara's Bloom captures the story of a young undergraduate student i know a lot of people will be like it's my story it's not exactly my story but i mean my story obviously inspired the story because i i had like a similar experience to what tiara olua which by the way tiara actually stands for <laughs> tiara olua i just had to shorten it to tiara so a lot of people think that oh tiara is like tiara tiara like tiara crown no, that's not the Tiara. It's Tiara Lua, actually. For people that are not Yoruba, Tiara Lua means out of the body of Christ. Yeah. So, thinking about um, Tiara's bloom, I don't know how to explain it, but I just feel like people just, people need to hear, the, like, they need to read this story. Because even during the journey of writing the book 
I had my own healing too. Like it was a journey, you know. A lot of students actually go through academic struggles, but I don't know why it's a part that people don't like to share. By the way, I have a. I started a series on my blog on my blog www.academicbloom.com, where I have students share real life experiences of their academic struggles, and it has been amazing. I've had people reach out to me and be like, "Wow, this is amazing! I was so tired reading this." I mean, people these struggles they are real and you know when you when you when you keep on like boxing something in your heart like you're keeping it to yourself you only heal from something that you are able to reveal if you're not able to reveal something like it, it, it takes a lot to heal from it so i just wanted this very safe space where people could like share their mind share what they cannot like share on a normal day to the world and to just have this kind of healing so charles bloom captures the story of a typical undergraduate struggle trust me it's so relatable like you can relate to the story i don't know i don't think anybody has had it all perfect in the academic journey this whole academic journey has given me the opportunity to like meet a lot of people funny like i've spoken to people that like are doing so well in their academics and they see all they also have the struggle. I remember, like, this particular person I brought on my podcast, Foluke Kazim, like, she's a senior colleague I really look up to, like, I so much, like, a lot. And when I brought her on my podcast and we we're talking, um, I mean, we, we talked a lot on the normal day, but she had never shared this part. You know, she was explaining how she had the academic struggles. I was shocked, like, I was really surprised because I feel like... A lot of people they don't have struggle, their academic life is very perfect, but no, everybody has had a share of it. And you know, when we are able to like work together in this journey, the journey becomes easier. But we like to form long ranger, lonely ranger, anyway. So, as I was saying, so that was what inspired um Tiara's Bloom a safe space where people can share. Their academic struggle, you know, Tara, Tara Olua went through a lot, and you know, dealing with family issues, dealing with academic can be a lot, but God was able to like help her through the journey, which was a very major point in the book. I don't want to give you guys the old gist. Wish you can pre-order the book. Anyway, so yes, I just wanted to like give you guys a glimpse of what Charles Bloom is about and why you should get Charles Bloom. If you've ever gone through emotional or psychological or mental stress in your academics, please read Charles Bloom. If you need a hand to hold you in your academic journey, please read Tara's bloom i remember one of the people that read my book and gave a review about it said every fresher should get a copy of Tara's bloom and a still every still life should also get a copy of Tara's bloom Tara's bloom 
wasn't inspired by me it was inspired by the holy spirit because in as much as i um i was the one that wrote the book i was just a yielded vessel i felt like god as a message to pass across to students in nigeria concerning academia like it feels like there's sometimes I, I remember like yesterday night i was just thinking about what's going on like going on i had a test and i mean i had really prepared for this test by the time i got to the is it test or long exam or like what i saw was different from what i had prepared for and i don't know i I know god actually showed up for me because i wrote i wrote i wrote i wrote but you know it, it was just really different from i felt like what's going on why should why should we have this um continuous circle where people have results that are not consequential to the efforts they're putting in why should people be going through so much mental and psychological stress in the academic why should students go through so much academic fears why should we have lecturers inflict so much fear into our hearts that makes us make us even give up before trying at all like from the very beginning i've even given up because of everything your lecturer was said at ah, this course is very hard nobody will pass you can and you just give up like it's it's enough is enough like it's it's just too much and this is what i really want god to do to us at this particular season like and i feel terrorism is a means to do that like it's a means for Trust me, like people will have different experiences reading Charism. What you feel when reading Charism will be different from what someone else will feel while reading Charism. But the message is still the same, but just eating people at the different points they have in their life. So I hope I have been able to shed light on why i started this whole journey and why you should get charles bloom so pre-order has started for charles bloom and it's going to be ending on the 28th of august so you can reach out to me on whatsapp there's my number 080 I'm going to repeat myself again zero eight zero seven zero eight seven four one eight zero. You can get to me on WhatsApp and also you can check out my check out um Academic Bloom Instagram page. That's Academic Bloom at at Academic Bloom on Instagram. You can check out our blog www.academicbloom.com. Yeah can reach out to us on those different platforms and you can send us email to at academicbloom at gmail.com definitely respond to your mail i would advise um sending a mail www.academicbloom at gmail.com i think this should work better so we can respond to you or now you can pre-order the book brother ends on the 28th of august and you all are invited to our book lunch also happening on the 28th of august venue is zoom time is 12 noon african time is that 12 on the dot so you can reach out to me through my phone number zero zero seven zero eight seven four one eight zero or you send us a mail at 
academicbloom at gmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram at academicbloom. Alright, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for staying this far. It's been an amazing and exciting ride with you and I look forward to more exciting, exciting, exciting time with you. Love you guys so much. Bye.